All right, all right, let's go. Uh, I would have loved to see them keep O'Reilly. The Leafs, Leafs yeah. the Leafs keep O'Reilly and Shen. Two, two best guys to play off, and they lose them. You think they could have maneuvered a little bit? Eh, I guess not. And uh, I like Kerfoot, too. Kerfoot uh, left. Yeah. And um, Not much left for the Leafs. My, my thing is their defense. They, they, uh, they, you know, they lost Hall. They lost uh, Shen. And people say, oh, well, Hall, you know, he, he all played all right in the playoffs. I, I just don't know what they're going to do. I Okay, they got Ryan Reeves. All right, they got Ryan Reeves, and at least they're tougher. You know? No, in the playoffs, Simmons never played. He's, he, and he is as tough as Reeves. Almost as tough. Yeah. But one's, one's 95 and one's 100. And um, they never lose. They never lose a fight. And, it, and I tell you one thing. There, there'll be nobody uh, like they did the kid. Remember the kid? They choked the kid back of the back of the net. Yeah, that nice. Yeah. Okay, so that. So let me ask you this though. So you're going into the playoffs, and the Leafs are getting knocked around, right? Yes, they they're get. getting knocked from day one from the Tampa series. They're getting knocked around. And I think Matthews is hurt. Yeah, but they're getting knocked around, and Simmons is sitting in the press box. Doesn't make any sense so, to me. So the question is. Who had him sitting in the press box? Because if it was Keith's decision not to play him during the playoffs, then there's no sense getting Reeves because the same thing is going to yeah, happen. Yeah, but I don't think it was Keith because he was he was sort of a uh, uh, like we talked about this before. He was in, he's sort of a nut right. when he played. Yeah, he was he was he had an edge for sure, and so then it must have been Dubis. Well, somebody was making the decisions up above. Remember, he put that goaltender in that uh, uh, with the uh, one fifty nine. Yeah, and and uh, they asked him, and he and he pointed up above. That means somebody yeah. up above. So maybe Keith will have a little bit of more freedom to do stuff. I can't see this Tebling interfere. I, no, no, I can't. I really, I really can't. Well, Ryan Reeves, and it should be inter- it'll it'll be nothing. It'll be, it'll be interesting, very interesting. He'll be looking for somebody, the first guy that that uh, yeah, run- poor, poor first guy, first guy to run Matthews. Look out! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Boston, they uh, after nine years they they got Lusick back, and um, he make it pretty good though. Yeah, million- he played pretty good last year for Calgary. Yeah, he he played pretty good. Um, you know the guy that I that's really going to come through for them is that, uh, James Van Diesbrook. I can never not pronounce his name. He's going to get he's going to get between twenty five and thirty goals. Yeah, he's he's a good hockey player. He, 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 in he'll front be of one the of those net. guys, though, Cindy, that he'll score 20, 20, 20, 20 or twenty five goals, and like eighteen of them will be playoff or uh, power play goals, and they'll say, yeah, but he only scores power play goals. He only got one year. He only done it for one year. Now you have a theory, Tim. Um, why they sign all these guys for one or two years? Yeah, well, they. I was reading someplace that they think that the cap is going to go up $4 million next year. So a lot of the players want short-term because mm-hmm. the, because there's going to be a lot more money yeah. available. And that's why that's why yeah. they signed for short-terms. 
You what? know the guy I can't, uh, excuse me, Tim, the guy I can't, why they ever got rid of was Matt Duchesne. 23 goals, I think he got. I mean, that was pretty good. Not a bad year. And they bought him out. And they bought him out. I don't, I don't understand that one. I, then he signed with Dallas, so he's getting paid by two teams. No. Can't beat that. No. Yeah. End up getting three. Well, Nashville did well. You know, they got, because yeah. they got, they got Shen and, Shen and O'Reilly left. They're going to have a good team next year. <laughs> they left Toronto, went to Nashville. The two, two best guys in the playoffs last year were Shen and O'Reilly. We'll talk a little bit, a lot of stuff with free agency, but I got to tell you, watching the draft, what do you think of the Ducks passing on Fantilli? I cannot believe they passed on this, this Fantilli. He is going. He'll play next year in the National Hockey League. Yeah, he's, he's bigger. He's a big guy too. He's six two, one ninety five. Yeah, and he's going to fill in, and he is good. And I can't believe Pat Verbeek, of all the guys, the little ball of hate. I just like. Yes, yeah, so you like want to say like he, they picked a big a big Swede, right? And you know from what well, you, this guy so, Carl, Carlson or something. Yeah, he, he kind of somewhat plays from the outside. They say, and you look and you go. You know, Pat, did you not watch the playoffs last year? <laughs> Seriously, did you not watch the playoffs? Like, unbelievable. This Fantelli, I've always liked this Fantelli. Yeah, you. when we watched him, he was he was so young when we watched him. He was, he was a year younger than Shane Wright, who was playing a year up. So he was like 13, and Shane Wright was 14, and they were playing against 15-year-olds. And I, and I said I liked him. Yeah, but, you, I said, Dad, I said, okay, Dad, you're picking first overall. This was when they were that age. I said, who would you pick? And you said, you said Fantilli. Yeah. See, that's an interesting thing. You guys have seen these kids play when they're 13, 14, and 15. And uh, I remember, tell the story, Tim, about Dad. You, you went to a game, and there was only one player you wanted to look at, right? And you, Dad didn't know what player you went to the game to look at. Mm-hmm. So you made Dad guess. Who yeah. am I here to see? Yeah, yeah, and Dad, yeah, you picked him out in about 30 seconds. The only one thing, Dad, that you really had a knack of was you could see a kid that was maybe not a really good kid, but you could tell he was going to have a good game. A playoff guy. Yeah, like you, I remember (laughs) one game we were watching Don Mills, and there was a kid who was like a fourth defenseman, and he was playing, and you, and, and this was, you know, they had Shane Wright, and they had Othman, and they had... And you said, I like that number four. And I thought, well, it's just because he's Bobby's number. Yeah. He goes, no, you watch. He's, he's going to do... He's, you watch. He, darn, he got two goals. They won 3-2. He gets two goals. <laughs> remember when they used to get mad when they let you pick the player of the game, the star of the game? Yeah. I remember, I remember <clears throat> Dad, they used to question you on when you had to pick star of the game, a lot of those. Oh, that was a Marley tournament. And, uh, and the guy come to me, and he says, pick the best player. Uh, will you don so so we can give it's it the best player of the game yeah. best player of the game so i they they lost kingston lost uh, three nothing and i picked taylor hall for the losing team <laughs> yeah and he and he and he got no goals <laughs> Go and he says what the f- are you doing he says we got to date this guy's the best player and he didn't get there was no goals and everything i said well watch this afternoon he got six yeah he had six goals the next game well he's gone now boston let yeah him they go, let him go. go to chicago i don't know I, well and they got felino so i mean chicago's kind of building up yeah you know, they, they got bedard of course he went number one overall and nice they, nice to see the guys get all that dough yeah. you know i i was the lowest paid guy in the club I was I was like uh, Ryan Reeves making a million, yeah, and he's going out fighting for guys making fifteen million. 
Uh, but I, uh, do you, you ever ne- resent that as a tough guy that you know you're you're making less money? Same with that guy, no. and you got to stick up for guys that are making ten, fifteen million no, dollars. Never- There's got to be some resentment. No, I never. I then never. you know who resents it? I'll say the wives resent it. Do they? I bet you they do. Wait a minute. My husband's getting in a fight, sticking up for your husband, and we're making a million, too. And well, you're I making... won't go through Dick, Dick Gamble. Remember remember that? Oh, my goodness. There's another. Okay, I'll tell you that story. That, that, that... In Rochester. Yeah, in Rochester. We were in Rochester. Uh, you were just a little girl, and you had a tooth just hanging by a thread. So I said, get a pair of pliers, and we'll pull it out. Pliers, you know, it t- sounds terrible. Yes. So uh, Dick Gamble got into a fight, and he didn't win. So we were sitting around at the downtowner, and... Um, His wife was giving you a hard time. Somebody gave me a hard time. No, because you were telling the story about how tough I was. Oh, I know what it was. It was because how tough. I said, Cindy just stood there, and she says, I think that's terrible, t- taking a pair of pliers and pulling. And she just kept giving it to me. I said, well, maybe if your husband had been a little tougher and he had a tougher dad, he, he would have won the, the fight tonight. Holy dinah. She, she was coming across the table and scratched my eyes out. I'll tell you like that. She I bet was, your mom was happy with that. I yeah. remember Bob saying that. <laughs> no, she, she was unhappy. <laughs> no, she, I don't, yeah, mom wasn't happy. No, she, she never liked anything. She kept that. hitting you. Mom said, mom was telling me after, you know, a little girl, your father uh, kept hitting you. <laughs> hitting you with her purse and you yell at her give that purse to your husband maybe he can do something with it <laughs> yeah, yeah he could have won the fight today yeah that was that's a childhood memory man i'll tell you. you you pulled all my baby teeth out with those pliers they were little baby mini fly mini pliers and i remember you know there was blood tim and he'd put the blood on the pliers and said here this gives the pliers some attitude getting back to to pat for beak and the ducks like how do you how do you pass on a guy yeah. like that? You know, he'll, and he'll he rule with, the day. He'll rule the day. And they said, Cindy, I said, John Davidson of the Columbus Blue Jackets sprained an ankle running up to the podium to make sure that they couldn't say, "No, no, we reneged. Oh, we made a mistake." <laughs> and Telly, and Telly, <laughs> That's right. yeah. he's, he's waving the sheet. <laughs> I, gonna, because, I couldn't believe it. Well, because and it, you know what? I, I kind of I feel glad for John Davidson because when they showed, because he was supposed to pick second. Yeah. And they got knocked down to third. The look on his face when they said, and with the second pick, it's the Anaheim Ducks. Like he was, in, it was like somebody slapped him right in the face. <laughs> he was in shock. And then they get the guy that they want to get. Oh, I hope that Swede's pretty good. He's for, big. He's 6'2", but. Well, we'll but, see. But, yeah, but again, Fantilli. Keep played, your eye on that, okay, everybody? Keep your eye on that. But like even with, with that Fantilli, he plays with he plays with an attitude, and he's a winner because you figure he won the Hobie Baker Award as a rookie in NCAA, and the reason he went down the NCAA because he wanted to play with his brother, and so the only other rookie to win the Hobie Baker Award, which is the best player in the NCAA, was Reichel and Korea. Yeah. Then he wins a gold medal with the World Juniors. And then he wins a gold playing in the world men's. So he's a winner yeah. where he goes. And he's won all the time. And uh, the last game we saw him was when they played in the OHL, OHL yeah. Cup final um, against Shane Wright and Offman. And remember, he single-handedly almost up, made that Re- upset. Remember that name, Fantelli. 
So, Dad, Cindy, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Spreads.ca, their Canadian-owned online casino and sportsbook. And if you sign up now and use the promo Grapes, they'll match your deposit up to $500. You get 10 spins on the big wheel for some big dough. And your first sports bet, they spot you 25 bucks, And uh, they've been a big help with Don Cherry's Pet Rescue That's Foundation. Right. If you want to learn more about the organization, go on the internet. It's, uh, what is it, Cindy? Don Cherry's Pet Rescue's dot, it's a dot org. Dot org. Yeah. So take things. So, you know, Dad, I watched a little bit of the draft and I enjoy watching the awards because, you know what, I, from a woman's perspective, I like seeing the girlfriends and the wives, but with the draft, I look at the mothers and I got to tell you, it must be a good gene pool with these guys because all the mothers look alike. They're all pretty good looking. They got that blonde hair and the fathers are usually pretty in good shape. Yeah, and the daughters uh, too. <laughs> you, you know, I, I noticed that. There's definitely something important in the genes, right? And the only ones that cry are the women. women. Yeah, the moms uh, get more emotional because yeah. let's face it, it's well, the moms. Because we were talking today, but I think emotionally, it's more of a sacrifice for the moms. Oh, absolutely. To let their kids go either to play junior hockey or go down NCAA than it is for the dads. Because the dads, it's a badge of honor, right? I, yeah. I remember my mother saw me, the first time she saw me, I went away with baby fat, you know, and, and I got in shape. <laughs> she started to cry when she saw me. She thought I was... Sick or something like that because I'd lost I'd lost all that baby fat, and um, I remember my mother crying when she saw me. Well, I, I think let's face it, it's the hockey moms that that organize. You know, when you're in minor hockey with you know even with well, me, you did that with Dell. I eh? did that with Dell. He was in double A and everything. I'm the one that has to time. Even sometimes you got to get him out of school. You got to tell the teacher, well, he has a game at five and yeah. he's in Toronto, <laughs> and and you look, that's your priority. That's your priority, getting your kid in a hockey game. So you have to put up with that, and you got to get their food. You know, when they eat and how long it's going to get there. You got to pack their bag. You know, the whole deal. Make sure because you know what if they miss a skate even though they're supposed to pack the bag usually the the guys do thank their mom oh all the time they're usually the first ones yeah the moms do a a lot of the heavy lifting absolutely absolutely and i you know i it it, uh anyway i went through it and i'm glad to see that a lot of the players they thank their mom first and before the dad remember tim when you were when you how old were you when i Said you had to give that jacket back. Was that a very great jacket too? Oh yeah, that well, it was probably, I was probably about ten or eleven, and I made a triple A team, but I wasn't good I, enough. I, we traveled all the way to Buffalo to see him play, and, he, and all he did was open the door. I said, "No, he's not going to do that. That's ridiculous." Well, I don't blame the coach because he wanted to win, and you're 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 just you're you're young youngest guy in the club, and you. <laughs> I said, we went all this way to watch him open and close the door. I said, well, I'm taking that jacket off him. He said, and uh, oh. give the jacket back. And boy, did you cry. Well, yeah, it was a nice jacket, nice leather jacket. So the reason we're kind of bringing that up, though, is because there was an interesting thing that happened. I, I, I noticed it, and was that Radek Bonk, who used to play for Ottawa, his son, Oliver, got drafted. And I think he got drafted by Philly, I think. And uh, you should see the mullet he had. He had a, like a real mullet. And he did it because his dad used to have a mullet. It was pretty funny. But Radek Bonk, he's a hockey player. He knows what's going on. Yeah. Right? And his son at an early age wasn't good enough to play AAA. 
but everybody wanted Raddick Bonk's son on the team, right? Because he's plays for Ottawa. And so he said, no, he put him in double A. Yeah. Because the most important thing is ice time, right? Yeah. At that oh, age. Skate. No, 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 there's no sense in sitting on the bench. Yeah. So then what happened when he got old enough, he went to AAA like the year before. Then he gets drafted by Ottawa, 67s. And he wasn't quite good enough to make the team. So his father says, you know, let's go back and play junior, you know, provincial junior A. And then, you know, he got more ice time because you yeah. knew if he played for the 67s, he'd be sitting on the well, bench. Well, the coach wants to win. And so he went and got lots of ice time. And then when he was good enough, he made the, two years later, he made Ottawa and then he gets drafted in the National Hockey League. And, he's, you know, you, that would have been a good teaching moment for the parents, it's, you know, especially the dads. It's yeah. not. It's not all about AAA. It's about having the kid get ice time. Yeah, you got and it. And that's what you did with me. Like I, I, and then I turned into a pretty good player after that. But you, uh, and you got six goals one game. Yeah, and you. But boy, did I cry when I had to give back that jacket. Oh, boy, yeah. it was a nice jacket. And and your mother, she was going to let you. <laughs> she 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 was mad when when you and started. She was angry with you. Yeah, she was mad. Mad at me. Right. It didn't matter to me, at that time. But we've seen that before, though, Dad. Like, and even in guys in the National Hockey League, where their the, their kids on a pretty good team, yeah. And he sits on the bench. And I remember, I remember that he came to me. He was he was an ex NHL guy, and he says, "You know, Tim, are you going to put him on the list?" And I said, "You know, he's a good player. Why is he Why is he not playing? Put him on. You know, put him on. He yeah. did not mark him, but put him on. Mark him. He's going to play on the first line." And he goes, "Well, you know, this. You know, they're a really good team, and you know, they might win a champion." Yeah. nuts and the it's kid, all about ego eh, tim for it, a lot of the fathers it is you yeah. know and now you know, does that would you, the theory that you're doing there does that apply to goalies because we experienced this with dell that you know i he didn't make it to triple a and because dad you said that goalies take a little bit longer to yeah. to and plus he's going to have a lot of more sharp sharp shooters mm-hmm. in triple a on him and so we kept him in double A, and that's where he stayed. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I think with goalies, it's you, you got to get, because there's only two positions, right? That's right. So And they're labeled, too. He's a triple A goalie. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, I think at the end of the day, you got to, around 13, you got to start going triple A. Yeah. You know, 13, 14, 15, and by 15, you're in your minor midget and stuff like that. But Yeah, it's, it's like in, uh, in um, back when I played, you were confirmed minor leaguer. Uh, Bill Sweeney was the same way. So, Dad, the NHL awards, the most shocking thing that happened was, of course, McDavid wins the MVP, and the Hart Trophy is voted by the media, who know nothing. Right. And one guy, he he, picked the guy, McDavid, he had him fifth. Fifth best player in the league. (laughs) Fifth best player in the league. Like, they should take that thing away from that guy. But, you know, but the reason that guy did that was so everybody would talk about him. Right? Like, yeah. he's just a narcissist, and he does that. So You think, you think so? Oh, yeah. Everybody's talking about him. So you just That's why I don't want to mention his name. Yeah, but you're talking about him, and he doesn't know hockey. Yeah, but he just wants to hear his name. Oh, so yeah. the, the NHL should say, you know what, thanks for coming out. The same thing with the guy that, you know, put Ovechkin in the wrong position. Yeah. And, and But they do that all the time. They put you, the guys You in. actually think the guy puts uh, uh, McDavid down fifth, because he wants to, his, his... Yeah, what else could you do? I mean, you're, either that or you're No, a he doesn't know. He's a pretty stupid hockey guy. No, he doesn't know. But, you know, here's one that I, that I don't understand. Dougie Hamilton, 
He wasn't even in the top. He wasn't even, he wasn't even nominated for best defenseman. He wasn't in the top three. And Eric Carlson, I'm not knocking him. He, he, he was a minus, big minus. Dougie Hamilton had 74 points more than Fox, McCarr, and Lindrum. He was plus 23. Carlson was minus 26. Hamilton led the defenseman in game-winning goals with seven. Power play goals had most shots by a defenseman and not even on the ballot. For, he wasn't even on the ballot. Okay, this is uh, from Stan from Facebook, and he says, I know you played for the Three Rivers Lions, and I'd like to hear any stories about Bobby Perot, who is from Three Rivers, and uh, who is a cousin of Gilbert. So, a cousin of Gilbert Perot of the French Connection. Oh, I didn't know that. I'm, oh. glad, I'm glad these guys... Oh. Uh, you're, you're, the things you When you, you asked a question... No, Bobby Perot was not there when I was there, he, uh, but I did play with him in Rochester. Well, I remember watching him in, in Rochester because I remember as a little girl watching him, and after the national anthem was played, he'd, he'd take off his glove and he'd kiss his ring for good luck. And I thought Funny, he was just a little guy, too. He was yeah. really, he really was small. He was quick as a cat. And he was. Didn't wear a mask. Didn't wear a mask. He was bald. And, and, and you know what I used to remember? He used to... When he'd make a save, he'd kick it over in the corner. Oh, jeez. I just don't put it in the corner. And then you'd have to go in the corner. I'd have to go in the corner and get my brain pounded out. And, Did you and, ever go to him and say, why are you doing yeah, it? Yeah, give me like, a break. I, 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 won't, I remember I went to him once and it didn't do any good. I said, don't kick it over in the corner because, you know, put it just... When you do it, put it behind the net. Because I used to go have to go in and get my brain pounded out and put it over to Daryl Sly, and he'd walk out. <laughs> yeah, you have to go in, pass Gee. it to Daryl, and, and Daryl's a hero. And it seemed that every save he made, he'd put it in my car. Oh, <laughs> here I go again. Anyhow, Bobby Perot is a good little goalie. I, I'll tell you one little story about him. We were playing in Providence. I'll never forget it was in Providence, and he just left. He just left. Just left the ice. Just left the ice. He just left the ice, and... And he came back in about 10 minutes, and, and I went back to him. I said, were you hurt? Bobby, were you hurt? And he says, no, caca. 